This is Sticks and Stacks with Chris Meany and Eric Young. everybody welcome to another edition of sticks and sacks presented by monkey knife fights i'm chris Meany, joined by eric young two games on the ice today coming at you a little bit later in the week because we really just wanted to talk about as many games as we could possibly talk about and eric we have two game sixes today between the flyers and the islanders the flyers forced game six finally scored some goals four goals in game five which was more than they scored in games one three and four combined and then we had the vancouver canucks led by thatcher demko uh one of the surprise goalies so far in these playoffs he forced a game six against the vegas golden knights and then last night colorado was able to force a game seven so we have a few hockey games to talk about maybe potentially three game sevens one for sure eric what's going on man dude it's uh I mean, we all knew going into the playoffs that things were going to be crazy. You know, unexpected things were going to happen. You know, the, the Chicago and Montreal, the teams that we didn't think were even going to be in the playoffs, were kind of involved in this. Now we got Michael Hutchison rising from the dead. I mean, earlier in the year, you would have said he was probably one of the worst goalies playing currently in the NHL. Wins a game for Colorado, forces the issue with them in Dallas. I mean, it's crazy, man. Uh, Philadelphia is still my pick to win in that Philadelphia Islander series. I'm wearing my F Cancer Oscar Limbaum shirt right now, which is a super cool story. Nice. Uh, NHL happening at the same time as the NFL. My brain is on overload. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm way behind in sleep. I'm way behind in prep. But at the same time, just happy that we got live sports, man. It's a, it's a different time to be alive, that's for sure. And if you're a sports yep. fan, I mean, you got NHL playoffs, you got NBA playoffs, you have MLB happening. We're winding down playoffs just around the corner. Jim Piacenti and myself will be back um, sticks and stacks of the baseball version tomorrow, breaking down the Friday schedule. And then you talked about it, the NFL. So there's lots happening here. And hopefully uh, you are well in tune with monkeyknifefight.com because if you're not and you like all of those sports, whoo, do I have a site for you, especially if you like to play daily fantasy sports, you really need to check out monkeyknifefight.com because it is the fastest growing daily fantasy site in the world because monkeyknifefight.com is different than any other daily fantasy site out there. That's because on MKF, there are no salary caps and you don't have to play against sharks, which means anyone has a chance at winning. Even you, we had Jen Piacenti's dad a couple weeks ago playing some of our picks on monkeyknifefight.com. He was very awesome. successful. Oh uh, yeah, just having a lot of fun. We really appreciate everybody who's reached out to us and, and you know, just thank us for talking about this site and, and getting them the w- aware of monkeyknifefight.com because it's not just hockey and baseball. They have basketball, golf, UFC, NASCAR, WNBA, and eSports. Monkey Knife Fight really does have it all. And you know what else they have, Eric? A free $5 game for just signing up. It's very simple. You head to monkeyknifefight.com. You sign up. You get a free $5. You can use some of our picks that we're going to talk about on today's show. Maybe it's baseball that you're into for tomorrow's show. And maybe it's just other sports that we talked about that you'd like to get in there and make some picks as well. And I have a promo code for you, and it's STICKS and you will have your first deposit matched instantly up to $50. So with a name like monkeyknifefight.com, you can be pretty certain you know what you're getting into when you sign up. That's monkeys, knives, 
fights and sports. Sign up and play today. Again, use that promo code STICKS. You sign up, it's a free $5. So let's talk about the first game on the slate today. I mentioned there's two games in the NHL. The Flyers and the Islanders having, happening at 7 Eastern and then the Golden Knights and the Canucks at, at uh, 9.45 Eastern time. So some late games there. You like the Flyers. Yeah, yeah, I still like the Flyers. Um, I, I, it's more of a gut feeling. Like, look at like the Islanders. I feel like they're built uh, for for this. You know, the current format, the current situation of the world. Uh, they're all about structure. They're all about team play, defensive play. Barry Trotz is one of the best coaches in the NHL. I don't think it's even arguable at this point. Um, and the fact, I mean, the Islanders still look good. And a lot of people want to say it's boring to watch and stuff. I mean, they scored three goals. What else do you want? Like, they're, they're playing to win the games. They're built to win the games. They got good goaltending, good defense. Everybody's pitching in four lines. And uh, they're a scary team to play against. But I still am on Philadelphia. I think that if people listen to last week's show, like, we're making people money here. In between you and Jen and me and you on, on the hockey side, uh, sticks and stacks is is, is uh, we're raising the bar and we're we're raising funds. We're we're, uh, we're we're making people money right now. If you're paying attention, we might confuse everyone today just because I like the Islanders, but you are onto something because I thought that Philly played one of their better games in the bubble in the last game. Maybe it was a little bit of desperation. I'm sure that played a big part of it, Eric. You know, you're down three one in the series. You really need to. You know, stop playing that defensive style. Don't get away too much from your game plan. We know now how the Islanders and the Flyers want to play. The under has been hitting like crazy over these past couple games. As I mentioned off the top of the show, finally got some goals out of the Flyers. Four goals, which was more than they scored in games one, three, and four combined. Yep. They do play that tight style. The Islanders play it as well. They're, they're heavy on the forecheck. They're fast. They rely on just, you know, their goaltending and they're just so sound defensively. Well, what I noticed in, in game five anyways, was the big boys for Philly showed up like mm-hmm. Claude Giroux, Sean Couture, Jacob Borchek, seven minutes, 43 seconds together as a line at five on five. They had 14 shot attempts, four and three against that was a team high. The 14 shot attempts. They had the one goal uh, at five on five. They had four scoring chances, which was a team high as a trio. And they led the way with two high danger scoring chances. It doesn't seem like a whole lot, but listen, if you watch the Islanders play, you just talked about Barry Trotz and the system and, and what he's been able to do with three teams now over the past few years with the Preds and, and the Capitals winning the cup. And then this run here with the Islanders, it's impressive. And it's, it's tough to really generate a whole lot of offense against this team. So I, I'm still sticking with the trend that I like the under. If you head over to um, you know, ftnbets.com, we have a parlay calculator there where you can get the absolute best odds. You don't have to go surfing around at all these different books to get them. I have the promo code MEANY. Uh, knock on wood, the picks have been okay <laughs> to start uh, the, the playoffs. 67 and 51 is my, is my record here in the bubble. So the promo code MEANY will, will help you get involved with some more picks. But we're giving them out to yeah. you right now today, Eric. If you're doing okay, I feel like you're ahead of most. Because the reality is, is this is bizarro world. Like, we're living in bizarro world. Everyone knows what's going on in the world right now. It's crazy times. And sports, like, you mean, like, I, I'm not a, a heavy follower of baseball, but I, but I, I follow it some. Like, players that were unbelievable last year are, are no good. Players that barely existed last year are, are looking <laughs> like all-stars. I mean, it's we're the upside down right now. And if you're doing okay, if you're even above 500, I feel like you're crushing it. 
16 games above 500 and 16.08 units keeping track of all that stuff over at ftnbets.com yeah we can't be you know patting ourselves in the back too much but i want to give you some love as well because we're not going to get into too much of the colorado game but you were all over valerie nichushkin the other day and he potted two goals Um, this is what we're doing here we're trying to help people who play some whether it's dfs or whether it's monkeyknifefight.com whether it's just straight wagers maybe you just want to get involved on the under the over uh, so over at the parlay calculator, the under five is minus 115 at bet MGM. I like the Islanders at minus 120. Uh, so we're really split there. Uh, hopefully you, the listener, uh, will just, you know, take the side. <laughs> EY likes the flyers. I like the Islanders, uh, but I feel pretty comfortable with the under. I think you should just pay close attention to, you know, pregame warmups, puck drop. Sean Couturier is questionable to play in this game. And Matthew Barzell questionable as well, though Barry Trotz did say that he expects him to play. I think he took a high stick late in game five, but he should be able to return. If there's no Couturier, it's going to be bad news for the Flyers. It really is. He just does so many things, Eric. You know this. He's one of the best underrated two-way centers in the game. I know he was off to a very slow start in the bubble, especially against the Canadians. He didn't do a whole lot of anything, but he's got four points in his last four games. He's playing better hockey. If he's out of the lineup, I expect Kevin Hayes to move up. and He's already in the top six role, but he could maybe move up to the first line. You could have Scott Lawton, who was bumped up in a top six role at times in the last game and at times of this season playing with like a Couturier, a Voracek, and a Giroux. So he's been known to bump up the lineup when somebody falls out of the lineup. So those are guys that I would keep an eye on if you're in the, in the playing in the daily community. Uh, and then we'll switch over to here to monkeyknifefight.com as well. But um, would you agree with that? Would, would you change your pick at all if Couturier didn't play? Or would you just really just stick with, um, with Philly here to force a seventh? Yeah, I'm sticking with Philly to force a seven. Obviously, Couturier is a big loss. Um, Barzell is banged up. Um, I think they're saying that leaning towards that Barzell's probably going to play, but we don't know. You I mean like we don't know yet for sure? Uh, I mean, a, a nicked up Barzell um, and an out Katuri, I think, puts them at a pretty level. Those those are about an even loss for the team. Um, Katuri does a lot of things. I mean, he has turned into one of the best two way players in the league, um, offensively and defensively. Like when he came in, I mean, playing on that third line was a total shutdown guy, which is completely contradictive to who he was in junior hockey. Um, but we're seeing that he's got a real scoring touch as well. But him him out of the lineup, obviously, it is a big loss. But Hayes uh, sliding up into that one spot and Lawton playing at the lineup, Lawton has looked really good. I mean, this happens in every Stanley Cup playoff tournament. Some guy comes out of nowhere and is turning it on. For Tampa Bay, an example of it is, is Yanni Gord. Yanni Gord looks oh. possessed. I mean, uh, like – He really does. That entire crazy, line. It's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, he is non-existent as a person that plays fantasy hockey religiously, uh, knows every player in the NHL. He barely did anything in the regular season, and he looks like maybe the, one of their top five players right now. He, every time he touches the puck, something's happening. He's fast. He's on the forecheck. He's, uh, you know, irritating to play against. Yannick Gord's getting it done said by nobody up until this week said by nobody everyone was ripping him all year they're talking about the five million dollars he made is he probably going to be a member of seattle he may very well be a member of the new expansion seattle team it's the kraken it's it's very possible but he has looked unbelievable yeah you and i have talked about him quite a bit i've written him up uh several times over at ftn daily in my daily picks because yeah kutroff and Braden point by the way Braden point like Mm -hmm. a point in 
every game but one. He, like yeah. the guy nobody's talking about. Nathan McKinnon has been unbelievable, but he's the guy nobody's talking about. Those guys are hitting the score sheet, but doing the little things, generating all of the the high danger chances, the scoring chances. That Yanni Gord, Blake Coleman, and uh, Barclay Goudreau line has <laughs> checked off a lot of boxes for me when I watch them play, and yeah. I look into their statistics towards the the end of the game and just you know doing some prep before the game. They've looked really good, and and a lot of people were all over Tampa for giving up a first for Blake Coleman, for giving up a first for Barclay Goudreau. I tell you what, if they win a cup, it it's those two have a lot to do with it and they'll forget pretty quickly that they gave up a couple first round picks for a Stanley cup. Mm-hmm. Um, but back to this game quickly. So I'm over yeah. at monkeyknifefight.com and I'm looking at some of the matchups and right now, this is what I'm saying. Just really keep an eye on Barzell and Katori because they're paired up in a few different matchups like Ryan Pollock versus Sean Katori. Katori gets the 0.5 fantasy point bonus. If Katori plays, I'm going to pick him over Ryan Pollock. And if Matthew Barzell plays, I'm going to pick him over Ivan Provorov, who he's matched up with. I will mostly always take the forward over a defenseman. Uh, we'll talk about a defenseman I like in the, in the later game. But for the most part, you know that's where the fantasy points are going to come from. From these defensemen, you're just hoping they hit the score sheet on the power play. They block a few shots. But I'm going to go with the forwards who have been trending up lately. And I know when you look at the Islanders, where's the, where are the goals going to come from? And Anthony Beauvillier and, and um, Brock Nelson, Josh Bailey, that has been the line that has been uber productive, especially in this series. But what I noticed in the last game, it was actually the, the Jordan Eberle Anders Lee and Matthew Barzell unit that really just graded out well at five on five. I thought that they were the, the strongest unit for the Islanders. They generated a, a ton of scoring chances. Uh, they had team high in, in shot attempts at five on five scoring chances and high danger chances. So on a small slate like this with only a couple games, you probably will have to get involved with the Islanders and Flyers um, but if you really are looking for the goals, hang on. Uh, we'll get to Vegas and Colorado in a little bit. But just hovering around Monkey Knife Fight, there, there's um, putting up points. It's 1.5 times or three times your payout. If you think that, you know, there's going to be three goals or four goals or five goals, obviously, if you think there's going to be five goals, it's three times your payout. You're going to get more for it. I would just be cautious here. Like I said, I like the under. I think we'll see three goals. But the best thing about this is you can choose any player you want. Um, so if you could choose, I'll let you go first. You draft anybody from this Flyers Islanders game. Uh, who do you think scores the goal, a goal tonight? Yeah, I, I'm going gut feeling on this. And it's a guy that, uh, was not great during the regular season, but has, has come on the last few games and that's Voracek. Nice. Big body holds the puck, great vision, you know, good shot. I mean, he kind of gets everything done. Uh, if, if Couturier doesn't play, like, I mean, Vorchek's still going to be in that line with Drew and maybe Hayes. Hayes is such a good distributor of the puck, and I think Vorchek is, is going to be the guy that, uh, that gets it done tonight. Yeah, I like that call. I've noticed Vorchek, ever since he was bumped up on that top line with Couturier, yep. he's, it was halfway through the Canadian series. He's been, he's been awesome ever since. So, I like that. I actually had him already plugged in. I had Giroux and Couturier plugged in, I want, or uh, Drew and Voracek plugged in. Just one of them. I want one of them. I'll probably lean, since you said Voracek, I'll side with you and go Voracek too. Uh, and then I'm just going to go Islanders. Like, Bovillier and, and Bailey uh, have been solid, like I said. But I think um, 
this would be a game to maybe just get involved with with Anders Lee and Jordan Eberle. Two of them on the power play together. They're both volume shooters. Barzell is not so much as a volume shooter. He's more of a pass-first guy with a lot of speed. Uh, and he's just really, you know, that three, that trio is really just playing good. So, uh, mm-hmm. again, over at MonkeyNightFight.com, you could pick any three guys. Um, that's who I would go, either Vorchek, Giroux, or just really tackle that that Matthew Barzell line. And there's a couple other little props here that do stand out to me, uh, more or less 2.8 times uh, in terms of saves. Now, I, I like Varlamov, uh, the over 26.5 saves. He's been right in around that number uh, almost every single game. The last game he made 28 saves. The game before that, 26 saves. And he had a bad game. He was yanked. Um, and then actually it was, uh, it was Grice who, who had, who got a start. Uh, but the one before that, he had the shutout 29 saves. So he's been right around this number every time he's gone over in three of the last four games. Uh, and then over with Carter Hart, it's, it's very much of the same, right? He's just in around. It's, it's a great prop. How can I fight is, is really, uh, made a nice prop here, a nice number, but I just look at the past few games with saves, 32 saves, 29, 34, 28. So Carter Hart has actually gone over that 27.5 total in four straight games. So I like the over on both of those goalies. You take the over, you slap your free $5 for signing up. You turn that into 14 and away you go. Then you can play, uh, the Vegas and the Vancouver game. What's your thoughts? What's your gut tell you on the golden Knights Canucks tonight? Uh, I, I'm uh, I'm going Golden Knights. That that's yeah. that's my gut. Um, I I love the Canucks. I mean, I don't think there's as hockey wins. It doesn't matter which team comes out of there this year. Um, but Vegas uh, at the start of the year was my tip, my my pick, uh, or the start of the playoffs to, to represent the West. And uh, and I'm sticking with that. I just think they're just they're so deep. Um, they just need to get decent goaltending. And I feel like Vancouver. I mean, like they have a lot of young guys, but they're not ready to take that step in Vegas is. Oh yeah. Vegas really is. And I thought Thatcher Demko, what he was able to do in the last game, 42 saves is phenomenal. It was unreal. It's just another story like Hutchinson. Yes. Um, it, it is, it's a great story. And like Corpus Salo is another goalie who just came out, you know, he had a really strong year, but he was amazing in that first round and really, really strong against Tampa. So we've seen some great goaltending in this bubble. But I like the over on these these two as well. I you know if I had to choose, even if Thatcher Demko doesn't play and it's Jacob Markstrom because we're recording early and we're not totally sure. I mean, I think they go with Thatcher Demko considering how well he played. Uh, yeah. You know, disrespect to Markstrom, he's been really good. But I would imagine Eric, they just kind of ride the hot hand here. His yep. shot prop total at twenty six and a half is just too low. It really is. Like even if Vegas, like Vegas has just. They've scored at least four goals in eight of their games in this bubble. They've scored at least five goals in two games in this series. And even though they only had the one game or one goal in game five, they just dominated play. They, they had a ton of shots. They, they generated so much in the offensive zone that Demko was just – he just stood on his head and he was phenomenal. He's going to face a lot of rubber again today. And I think, you know, it's easy to go to the Willem Carlson, Max Pacioretty, Mark Stone line. That's the line that has contributed offensively over the last couple of games in this series. But Paul Stastny, Jonathan Marcheseau, and Riley Smith Love it. have been all over the net as well. Yeah, it's a great trio. And they led Vegas in shot attempts, shots on goal, and high danger chances at 5-on-5, five five according, according to natural stat trick, in game five. So I believe 
if you go again and you see putting up the points, it's very easy to go and tackle the Pacioretty and Mark Stone line. I'm not going to, you know, tell you to shy away from that. If you want to go with the, those two and, and plug in Shea Theodore, I love it. That's fine. But I also am telling you that Riley Smith and Marcia so are volume shooters, and I really like what I saw from them in the last game. I think there's something there to pair up those two, but I think the biggest guy that you play is Shea Theodore. Every single game, this guy is just he's, – he's turning heads, and he's all over the net air. I mean, as guys that, that you know, write about hockey, consume hockey, I mean – this has been on our radar. I mean, it's definitely been on my radar, and I'm sure it's been on yours for, for a couple of years now. Everyone was talking about how good he's going to be. It never really materialized. It's materializing now. Shea Theodore is showing he's, he is an elite, elite player on the back end. And the Golden Knights, I mean, they just have so many talented players. It's nuts. Yeah, it is. So I like Vegas to finish this series off. There's no value to just pick them. Pick them by two goals. They win by two goals. Uh, on points bet using, again, the uh, FTN bets parlay calculator, you can get them at plus 110. So that's pretty solid value. If you just want Vegas to, if you just pick them to win the game, it's like almost minus 300 at this point. So you're just really not going to get a whole lot of value there. Again, they've just generated so much offense and they didn't really give up a whole lot in in the last game. I I believe Leonard only had the 17 saves. So I I will take the under on the Leonard prop in terms of saves. I think that 27 and a half is slightly high. I don't think Vancouver is going to get there in terms of shots on goal, Uh, but I will take the over on Thatcher Demko at 26.5. And if it it is Markstrom, it's not going to change for me. They're still going to be able to generate a lot of offense, so I'll I'll take that as well. There is a prop here that's interesting, more or less 2.8 times your payout. Shea Theodore, 4.5 shots on goal plus blocks. And then Quinn Hughes, over or under 0.5 assists. So he just has to get an assist for the over. And he has three assists in his last two games. He has four assists in five games in this series. Do you like him to get an assist tonight? I do. I do. Cause I think both, I mean, obviously both teams are going to be playing desperately. Uh, Quinn Hughes is in my opinion, the most important player uh, on the Vancouver Canucks. And he's a guy, I mean, he's getting, absolutely abused by this Vegas Golden Knights team, but he's hanging in there, man. He's a tough kid, uh, small player. I feel like, you know, in the NHL, it's, it's going this way, you know, smaller, very mobile puck moving defenseman is something that, I mean, five years ago, I don't even know if he, he would have had a, a, you know, a kind of a full-time gig in the NHL, even five years ago. But that, I mean, this is the way of the future. This is, is, is what teams are looking for. He is uh, an elite, elite puck moving defenseman. Not the biggest guy, but he's just so smart on the ice. I think, I mean, I feel like he's going to easily get an assist tonight. Yeah, and he's been all over the power play too. A couple power play assists in, you know, two games ago. He, you know, getting up there in ice time, 24 minutes, 26 minutes. So I would agree. I think he gets an assist as well. Probably does come on the power play. And I'll take the over on the Shea Theodore 4.5 shots on goal and blocks. This is actually my favorite um, prop here on Monkey Knife Fight in this matchup. I mean, Shea Theodore has got 21 shots in his last four games. We just talked about the, the up and up that he's on. He was one of our favorite when we talked earlier in the season. As a defenseman, you can go ahead and target in the mid-20s, late 20s in terms of just defenseman um, you know, rankings like he was just an absolute steal. It's not going to be the case anymore. Mark Stone talks about him being in the Norris conversation and for years to come, and he absolutely will be. He's locking a ton of ice time, 25 minutes last time, 21 shots in his last four games, as I said, like four in the last game, five before that, eight in game two. He doesn't block a lot of shots, but he's all over the net. 
So I'll absolutely take the over on that prop. And then, and then there's a, he's actually paired up fantasy points wise with Mark Stone and Mark Stone is going to get the 0.5 fantasy point bonus. I'm still going to take Theodore. Uh, he's going to get more ice time. He may probably, even though he doesn't block a ton of shots, he, he probably fall into, you know, one or two blocks that Mark Stone won't get, right? You get a, a fantasy point on Monkey Knife Fight for a block. You get one for a shot on goal. Uh, you get three points for a goal and two for an assist. So as good as Mark Stone has been, uh, I'll go ahead and side with, with Theodore. This one here is interesting. Max Pacioretty against Alexander Edler, and Edler gets a, point, a 1.5 fantasy point bonus. Now, before everyone says, oh, it's easy, Pacioretty, I mean, patrick has been great. What has he got? Four goals in this series. Volume shooter, five, three, two, five, eight. Those are his shots on goal in this series. You get a point for a block. And Alexander Edler, over the past three years, top five in the NHL in terms of blocks. Six blocks in the last game, six blocks in the game before, four blocks in every single game against Vegas. He had seven in the deciding game, six against the Blues. He had another game against the Blues where he had seven. This guy just blocks shots and eats a lot of minutes. So on average, he's getting four points already for block shots. So if you get the 1.5, he probably finishes. He's got a floor, I would say, of 6.5 fantasy points not a not a big shooter but four shots three shots three shots five shots getting time on the power play played nearly 27 minutes Eric I think that I'm leaning Edler over Pacioretty am I crazy here I don't think so and I think the number one thing that you just said is the 27 minutes you mean like Pacioretty's not going to come close to that no they 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 roll four lines in Vegas I know that's cliche but it is true uh you know Pacioretty does play in the power play you know he's an important player for the Vegas uh, Golden Knights, but I mean, if, if you know you're you're looking to win that bet, I mean, Edler is going to be on the ice. He he kills penalties, he blocks shots, he plays some on the power play. He he's a very effective player all over the ice. And the big thing is the ice time and and obviously getting points for blocks. I mean, it puts you at such a huge advantage. Just having a defenseman, they're just I mean, typically are going to block more shots than a winger does. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So on our way out, this is, this is what I got. And, and nobody's here just to win the $14, although we, we like people winning $14, but we want people to really win here. Yep. So uh, over on muckyknifefight.com, again, it's not, you can get involved with the, 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 the two game props with the 2.8 times your payout. You can get involved with three game props, five times your payout. You can get involved with four game props, eight times your payout. You can also get involved with five game props. Now, you have to get all five correctly, but like I said, you get the free $5 for just signing up. Use the promo code STICKS, and away you go. Monkey Knife Fight will instantly match up your deposit up to $50. So this is five games, but 15 times your payout. So we have Max Pacioretty over under 7.5 fantasy points. I'm going to go under. I'm going to go under. I just talked about the shots, but I think it's, it's the, the second line that gets it done today. So I'm going to go under. I'm going to take the over 6.5 fantasy points for Alexander Edler. I just talked about his floor being at 6.5 without shots on goal. So if we can get two or three shots on goal, we're laughing. I like Shea Theodore over 6.5 for you know similar reasons as Edler, but he's got mm-hmm. uh, a lot more offensive upside. I will take the under on Mark Stone, 6.5, and I'll take the over on Jonathan Marcheseau, 6.5. Slap $5 on that. Your prize is 75 big ones, Eric. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Um, What's your thoughts on on that big payout there? Yeah, I think we're in lockstep with with those picks, man. I mean, that's what I would do. I mean, if you're listening. 
me this and you haven't played, take your five bucks and put it on that and make yourself a little bit of money right away. Get started. I like it. All right. So Vegas wins tonight. We're both split uh, on the Islanders and the Philly, but I think we're in lockstep maybe in the under. Following trends, probably under five goals in that Flyers game. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And then does Colorado complete the three wins in a row with Michael Hutchinson in that? Did they knock off the stars or did you say earlier you're still on the, you're still on Dallas? Yeah, I'm still on Dallas. Um, I'm surprised that they pushed it this far with Hutchinson and net. I mean, that, that, uh, that pumpkins changing uh, back into it from a stagecoach back into a pumpkin again. Sorry. It's <laughs> just not, no, no way that they can win another game with Michael Hutchinson playing in that. I would agree. That would be a crazy story. They've just had so much bad luck all year. Grubauer goes down twice. Francois goes down a couple times. Randon's been out of the lineup. Landeskog got hurt last night. Don't know his status, but he's been in and out of the lineup. Nazem Kadri missed so much time. Kale McCarr missed time. Burakovsky, Nachushkin, Donskoy. All of these guys have missed time. It's, it's unbelievable <laughs> that they continue to get it done, but I do agree. Uh, I think that it's Dallas um, that, that finishes it off and – we are done here on this show. But again, check out monkeyknifefight.com. As I mentioned, sticks is the promo code and free $5, guys, just for signing up. If you have any questions, you can hit us up at the Eric Young, at Chris Meany. Uh, please rate, review, subscribe, whether it's on Spotify, iTunes, wherever, you it is, wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. It will really help us, this show, grow, and it'll help you get the show out immediately so you can have some time to listen and make your picks as well. So my sneaky line, just to get out of the way, is that second line in Vegas. If you are going to attack Vancouver at all, it's Tyler Toffoli and Elias Patterson. That's the duo that I think has been really strong for Vancouver. From Eric Young, myself, Chris Meany, enjoy the hockey tonight. Good luck with the picks. We will be back next week. Cheers.